All right, this is episode 35. I'm back with my brother again. So first thing I want to start off with is uh, where is this picture of the woman with the tusks? I've been looking for it, and I don't think it exists, honestly. I, I think it might have, been, might have been destroyed. So, no, no. So, did you lie? No. I saw it. It is or out there. Or did you make it up? No. It is out there. I, I guarantee it's out there. I think you made it up. No. How do we know? Someone's, got, someone's bound to find it. Because not, because not only you looked, I also looked, and I couldn't find anything that even almost resembled what you were talking about no, it, like it's, I, I was even googling like i was googling like different like other different like disorders and like diseases and then like searching those diseases with like teeth and like trying to find like anything that could even resemble it i couldn't find nothing i couldn't Why find is it? an ounce of anything it may have been destroyed what your memory? No, the uh, the picture, like the uh, the Library of Alexandria. Like the what? The Library of Alexandria. I have no idea what that means. Well, what? I, I, I probably I probably shouldn't have guessed. You understand that? What's what's the Library of Alexandria? Well, all right. So, if we're already getting history lessons, um, I forget what the year was. But it's essentially ancient times. Like, I forget. I think it was before the Roman Empire. I'm not entirely sure, but ancient times, right? There was this massive library built in, um, I think it was the Kingdom of Macedon, which is around Egypt area, um, spanning from uh, Greece to Egypt, essentially. So this is a long time ago. Oh, ancient, ancient times. What's, um, what's considered ancient times? Like, what year is ancient? Uh, I feel I don't know when it starts, but essentially it's like the Roman Empire, like like uh, like negative uh, negative five hundred five hundred BC. How do you go negative? Or, I mean, I mean, you know, five hundred BC essentially. Okay. Because there's there's well there's it's not negative, but it's it's BC and AC. How they how they have a library back then though? There wasn't books. That's what uh, yes there was back then. Yes. They were carving things out of stone. No, they weren't cave. They weren't. They weren't cavemen. This is <laughs> so ancient you, times. There, there was paper books. Yes. Yes. No, I don't believe this. Yes. Uh, there was. I, they, they had iron. They had tools. They, they had. So they, they the, were the books made of iron. Uh huh. Yeah, it makes sense. Just iron sheets. You just flip through. The, the well, you're the one saying it. What, what? How does it not make sense? What? How do they make paper? The way that you make paper normally. They had paper books in like 500 BC. Yes. I'm Googling this. After after the whole Tusk thing, I just can't. Uh-huh. I just can't trust what you're saying. I just gotta. I just gotta it, check it for myself. The, the 500 BC, you know, the ancient times, they had they had plenty of technology. They had they had metalworking. They had you know the sailboats. They had. They, they, they remember the the, uh, the Roman Colosseum? That's around. That's ancient times. They built that ancient times. I don't know what the Roman Colosseum is. So. Oh my! <laughs> How? What do they? What they do there? Like plays? It's 
the it's just it's 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 the Roman Colosseum. Is that wait wait, 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 wait is that where the people would uh, like Gladi- fight lions gladiators. and gladiators, stuff? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, never mind. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's that's the place that everybody always gives the the uh, the did you know that they'd flood the Colosseum and have naval mm-hmm. battles. Okay, well, you see, I googled uh, f- uh, books from 500 BC, and I can only find books about 500 BC. I don't see well, any pictures of any books that are that old. There's not; they don't they haven't survived. Books that old don't last as long. So then, how like, do we know that they were there? Because we have found archaeological evidence of books; they're just destroyed. But where's where's the pictures? Look for it. Uh, what do you? I'm looking. I don't see. No, I don't no, see no, anything. I mean, what, what would you even look up? Archaeological evidence of books in ancient times. I just see like I see one picture of like a really old page. That's like not even English. But I don't really see anything. Obviously, English didn't exist back then. What do you mean English didn't exist? In the ancient times, and English hadn't existed then. Yeah. How did English not exist? It hadn't been made yet. English. People were, yes, the people were still speaking. Uh, what well, he had Anglo-Saxons. Actually, before he had Anglo-Saxons, he had um, just. Normal Saxons, I believe, who were speaking, I don't know what. Yeah, I don't, I don't see anything. Maybe, I'm just going to Google it. I'm just going to Google how old are books. Between 1618 and 1907, A.D. is when the printing of books started. It's the printing of books. Books were written before they were printed. Long before they were printed. The the only oldest known books are dated around 2100 B.C. But some scholars believe that these transcriptions... Of earlier, earlier Sumerian texts, yeah, interpreted uh, versions dating from 2000 to 1700 BC. And these books had like paper pages. Yeah. Were they handwritten? Obviously, yeah. They didn't have the printing press. That's how that's how books were like were made. Like they'd have they'd make copies of books by just handwriting like an entire copy. Somebody would have to sit there and write the whole entire book over and over and over again if they wanted copies. Yeah, that's why books were kind of a you know a rare thing. Like that's why peasants didn't have them because they were expensive. Okay, so what's what's this library and the books and whatever happened? So essentially. It was this massive city um, called Alexandria, named after Alexander the Conqueror, after he came through and did his thing, which you don't know about. Conquering? Um, mm-hmm, essentially. 
<laughs> so he uh, established this massive city at the um, uh, at the river delta of the um, the, the Nile, um, on, on the, uh, the edge of the sea, the coastline. And in this city, he made uh, he essentially like he announced that this was a uh, a learning center for the entire world. Like all the, you know, scholars would uh, would always be welcome and he made a special uh, library made just for scholars around the world so that like everyone could come together and, and share knowledge and just build up this massive massive uh, database essentially and it became like the the central hub of of learning in the entire world because i mean even even back then we had you know uh, astronomers and uh philosophers uh, mathematicians and that sort of thing. It's some advanced ones too. Um, so essentially, like all these brilliant people, all the most brilliant minds of this era, came together into this one place and uh, built up this library to be like the most complete collection of knowledge in the entire world. All of the most advanced technology was in this city, and it was rapidly developing. Um, so. Alexandria is this massive library, tons and tons and tons of knowledge, tons of, you know, things that you wouldn't find anywhere else. Um, and then one day, the uh, the empire falls, and eventually the enemies of the empire get to the city of Alexandria, and they burn the entire city to the ground, including the library. So the, the entire library is gone. It's it's destroyed, but it's destroyed by Christians, actually. Because when the Christianity rose up in the Roman Empire, they, uh, they, they went to Alexandria. Especially long after the empire fell, um, the Roman Empire comes in, and uh, the Christians, the Roman Empire, I, I, I'm pretty sure they just declare the whole thing to be heresy, and they just the whole thing burn like what heresy. I don't know what that means. So, you know, just it, it's it's not essentially it's like you um, declare it to be like against what you believe. It, it's against God. It's not godly. It's unholy. Service be destroyed. Just, so it's just like something that you don't believe in, pretty much. Like pretty much, but very like an extreme version of that. Like if you were a heretic, you'd be killed in the spot a lot of times. Really? Mm-hmm. So, they, so I'm pretty sure they they said the library was heresy, heretical, and they just torched the whole thing. They completely burned this massive collection of knowledge, and because all all the knowledge they had there was only there, it wasn't backed up anywhere. Um, all the uh, the bit technology and the advancements that humanity made through that library was lost. So humanity lost like hundreds of years of progress after that library burned, and it, it put humanity into the dark ages. So like we just we just lost the ability to do a lot of the things we learned how to do. Like what? Like what? Uh, is there anywhere that's like says like what specifically like the most say the most like impactful thing that was lost was or well, like we lost it. We have no idea. <laughs> so, That's the thing. Well, yeah. How do you know it was? Because you said it was like the, uh, like a big had a big impact or something. Yeah, so like you have it, to know like what was lost. Like if you didn't know well, any, if you didn't know any, we don't of know it. anything specifics. Hmm. We can make guesses. But there's, there's, we, have, we, there's, we have no idea because we don't have it because it was lost. But throughout history, it has been regarded as one of the greatest tragedies. To ever happen to humanity period why didn't they uh why didn't they back it up they didn't think it was gonna be burned like uh put it on a usb drive and yeah yeah i don't know or why didn't they just like scan it put it on google drive 
Oh, you know, just make yeah, Google Docs. Yeah, have, make, it, make it like a Google Google spreadsheet and just put it all cloud. down. Yeah, should have cloud, honestly. Yeah, should have had what? But you know what? If they if they if they had a cloud though, China probably would have stolen their ideas. Well, they they had clouds clouds because it did rain. Good point. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I don't even remember where we're going with this. I don't know. You're just doing something. I tried to go along with it. Okay, so before we move on to this next thing, I do you want to? hear Well, I don't care if you want to hear about it or not because I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> um, I'm going to tell you about my TV experience. TV experience? What do you mean? So, like experience with your TV? Huh? Experience with your TV? Uh, yeah, kind of. So, you know the TV that I have in the living room? The one that mm-hmm. like all the Xbox and everything is hooked up to? Yeah. That TV is old. It's like from like 2012, right? Mm-hmm. So, I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy a new TV. So, I'd, I'd jump on Amazon. I'd look up TVs. I find a 55-inch LED TV that I really like, right? Mm-hmm. Order it comes in i set it up came in early actually came in like five days early i walk outside i see it and i'm like oh tv's here go outside unpack the box do everything hook it all up sit down on my chair i turn it on and guess what what it's broken (laughs) it literally like i turn it on and like i didn't like I didn't even, it wasn't even a possibility in my mind that it would, that it was broken. So like mm-hmm. I, I set everything up. I put it plugged in all the cords. I pushed the TV stand back, put everything in place, had everything all set up. And I see, then I turn it on and it's like, it literally, the screen, it looked like somebody, it looked like the UPS guy, like suplexed the box before he <laughs> delivered it. Like it was just like destroyed. And I was just like, <laughs> this would happen to me. So then, so then I, I get on Amazon and like, you know, set it to be picked up to return or whatever, and they ship me another one. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, I, so this with the second one, you know, because I already got like a like a almost like a little tease of the TV, because I already yeah. had it sitting in my house and like got to look at it and be like, oh, this is the perfect size and everything's great and this is gonna be awesome. So I already got like that little taste. So I was just like like waiting for this second one to come. So, I was watching like watching all the tracking information and everything, which I don't I don't normally do, but uh, I see that it shows up at on, it showed up at the UPS place close to the house at like two o'clock on a on a Saturday morning. So I think, so I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be delivered on Saturday. You no, know, it showed up at two o'clock. That gives them plenty of time to put it on the truck. Everything's going to be fun. I'll get it Saturday. I wait all day Saturday. No TV. <laughs> and I'm very disappointed. Yeah. And I'm probably going to cry myself to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then if it should be here tomorrow. And if it doesn't get here tomorrow, I'm going to cry again. It's going to be broken again. <laughs> Same TV. <laughs> that, I hate that you said that because that's like literally what I was thinking as I like at like as I was shipping the broken one back, I was thinking, what are the odds of getting two broken TVs? 
And then, oh, this is funny. The where I have the cameras set up, the uh, I, I just put the box outside and let the UPS guy deal with it whenever he came to take take it back. And I see him like you see him walk up the driveway, and then you see him uh, look. You see him seeing that it was the TV that he brought me yesterday, and yep. on the camera I have him standing there, and he goes. <sighs> <laughs> and like puts the sticker on and then like carries it away. <laughs> you can just see like how disappointed he is. <laughs> and I'm just thinking like, I wonder if he did like drop it or something. Yeah. Because like he, because that seemed kind of guilty that it was the same guy. Yeah. And he's just like, Ugh. like yeah. oh, it was broken. He was uh, playing keepy uppy with it or whatever, like the like Ace Ventura. Oh, whenever uh, whenever he was delivering that pack, he was playing yeah. like soccer with it. Whenever he was delivering yeah. the package, yeah, <laughs> he. I wouldn't be surprised if the guy, because the way he car- on the the way he dropped it off at my house, you know, you're supposed to hold the box by the sides because there's like yeah. the, the box is here, and then the TV is obviously in the box, but there's just uh, styrofoam on the top and bottom, so there's nothing really like on either side. Whenever he was carrying the box, he was just carrying the box and had his shoulder right in the middle of the box. So it looked like it could have been possible that his, like the way he was carrying it, his shoulder like cracked the screen. Since there's like no, there's no protection there. I mean, it'd have to be, he'd have to be, you know, like squeezing it really hard. Well, I mean, it's not likely, but it's possible. I guess. Or he could have suplexed at like his previous yeah. stop. Yeah. He could have suplexed it that morning. He could have he could have got into his truck and been like, a TV! Bam! <laughs> Alright, are you ready? No, never mind. We have one more thing before we get into the big stuff. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Actually, this is a two-part question. What do you think an alien invasion would look like? And the second part, or you can answer this part first, and then we'll talk about an alien invasion. You watched the th- you watched the podcast with Bob Lazar on it. Most of it, yeah. What what about that podcast didn't have you a hundred percent convinced? Because you, I remember you said that you were like kind of like, you were like just kind of convinced or something. Well, the way uh, he spoke, like it, it, he did seem believable. It didn't it, like he just. The way he spoke to it, like he, he mentioned it, like he described it as if it was something that he legitimately did see and believe he saw. Like either he was extremely convincing, or he truly disbelieved that he saw those things. But it's the word of one guy that you know talking about something that you can't really find any evidence. I mean, it makes sense if he if he's right, then he wouldn't be able to find evidence. But at the same time, like it, yeah, it, it is just one person. Yeah, he's the only person that went through that experience there's, there's no one else you can ask that you know, can confirm that all the things he said are true well that's kind of the point they don't want you to know about them yeah and he well he also there also was a part where i don't know if you caught this part but there was a part where he like took his friends to the desert to watch yeah. like some of the test flights yeah. or whatever so i'm sure his friends if they would be willing to like step forward i'm sure they could say that yes we were with him and we saw the same thing that he saw i mean if you if you get like an entire group of people like you bring all of them together after they haven't even spoke to each other in a while and you asked all like you had like a, a compilation of them just asking all of them did, was that a ufo that you saw 
and every single one of them like unanimously agreed without even speaking to each other, that would be convincing. Like that'd be extremely convincing. What about the um the stuff that he was talking about like in the eighties that nobody believed and then now has come true? Like what was that again? What, what like what is an example? Like an example of something he was talking about? Yeah. Like uh um element one fifteen. I think I think oh. that's probably like the biggest one. That he was like writing articles and talking about it and then every and then like whenever you look it up there's like no reference to anything he's ever said and it's like never existed until like just recently apparently but he was writing articles about it like in the 80s and everybody it was like that was just another thing that everybody was like oh this guy's crazy and they and like don't believe him i mean yeah yeah that is pretty much because like i'm assuming there is real evidence that he like yeah there you could you can go back and find a uh like some kind of uh Thing that you, like undoubtedly is from the 80s before it was discovered because like he could be i mean i don't think he is but he could be lying and just like after it was already discovered he could try and claim that he discovered it first even though he didn't just like make himself like, try to prove himself right with something that didn't actually happen yeah. but I, I i i i'm sure there's evidence out there what what did. what is the percentage that you think that there's aliens out there Oh, aliens in general? Mm, that well, What's the percentage you think that what he's saying is true? Well, mm, hmm. I don't know. Like, I just there's like just there's just no evidence. There's absolutely no evidence. It's just one person's word. Well, there's also. If I can remember, if I can find the episode, I'll send it to you. I cannot remember who, what the guy's name is, but there's another guy that was also on the Joe Rogan podcast that um, he was, I think it was two guys actually, and I think they were both like uh, fighter jet pilots or something, and yeah. they were talking about um, like how they were flying somewhere in the ocean, somewhere over the ocean, and they what they described was like a, a tic-tac shaped object that was like spinning and like doing like crazy maneuvers. And then like they were trying to um, like position their planes to where like they could see it and it would always like move out of the, out of the way so that they couldn't see it. And then they said that it just like took off and just like went into nowhere and they like saw the whole thing from their planes or whatever. And those guys were like completely unrelated to Bob Lazar, but they were, their stories of like what they were seeing were very similar to what Bob was saying that he saw. Mm -hmm. So there's two, two people that have seen this stuff. Mm, I mean, yeah. Well, I'm sure. Well, I'm also sure that there's a, a lot of more people, a lot more people that have oh, yeah. seen it, but people just don't listen to them. A lot of people uh, did claim that they saw UFOs. And a lot of times it was not UFOs. What about that information from the Pentagon that got released saying that there are UFOs? When was that? Have you not seen that? No. That was just this year, just a few months ago. I, I it's like two months ago. They were was it was it like an official statement or is it like you know secret leak from the Pentagon? No, it was like a, an official statement from the Pentagon. 
<laughs> See if you can find up. I'll get on my Google or two. See what I can find. I see a thing that says the Pentagon created a UFO task force. There's an article, there's a thing from CNN that says Pentagon officially releases UFO videos. I haven't seen that. Let's see what that's all about. Uh, of course, the website doesn't work. Imagine that. What are you finding? I found, I'm in this article from the New York Times. That's about the um, the UFO unit. Task force. Anything interesting? I mean, it's just talking about how they, uh, they're saying that you know, they're, they've been put this together to find unidentified vehicles flying over U.S. airspace and how like it might be, they're worried about it might be China or Russia, but they're just like making sure that you know, trying to figure out what it is exactly, in case it is some alien nation. Oh, it's aliens. They're out there. Mm -hmm. I mean, if China and Russia probably, I, I highly doubt they have flying saucers. So yeah, if if the uh, Flying saucers do exist. Yeah, they're definitely alien. What What's the percentage that you think aliens exist? Uh, I think it's inevitable. I think it's one hundred percent that they do exist. So, but I, I don't think that they're little green spacemen. <laughs> so I guess that goes back to the the first half of the question. Like, what do you think an alien invasion would look like? I mean, obviously, it'd, it'd be difficult to describe because aliens would be, you know, just. I'm missing. We're talking, we're talking about like the uh, the stereotypical little you know little spaceman, little gray spaceman. We're talking about like we're talking about this like the alien like of off of uh, uh, destroy all humans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that stereotypical <laughs> alien. Yeah, uh, I I think that it'd probably be like hmm, it'd probably just be like uh, very very subtle. Like you wouldn't really notice it. You'd one day they just you're like release something to the atmosphere that like some kind of disease airborne disease that just um i'm thinking they're trying to kill us off there's one planet they're trying to just kill us it, so it'd be like an extremely deadly disease that only affects us 
Like, so it's, so it's you think the aliens cool. would try to just like eliminate elim eliminate us all? Yeah, just with just like some kind of biological weapon, just like release the disease that spreads insanely fast, and like like makes you sterile, like just like makes every single human being sterile. So but, that, like, like why, it, why would they try to take us out though? Like what like what does that do for them? Our planet, they could they could take our planet and use the resources. What but what do they, but like what do they need the resources for though? Because they're I don't know. They, they would have, have to be in, coming from someplace better than Earth. Not necessarily. They could, they could just have, you know, use their resources, their resources better. I mean, if they, if if everything about them that we know is true, that they have all these better aircrafts and all this like crazy technology and like all this other stuff, they wherever they're from has to be better than here. Or they just have managed, you know, happen to go through. Uh, well, either they're older than us, or they happen to get to that technology faster just by being better at uh, inventing. So that's what I'm saying. So then, why would they want to go back to what we have? Well, they wouldn't. They wouldn't want our technology. They just want our, our resources. They want our planet's resources. But for what is what I'm saying? Because all, all, all of their resources are better than ours. Obviously, they're gonna like they don't gonna be, like they don't need our oil or they need more. They, maybe not oil, but they are they're at least gonna want to have you know food. And you don't uh, think they have food? probably not enough. I mean, they've been living on whatever planet they're living on, and they've been coming here without us seeing them. They have to. They wouldn't attack without a reason. They wouldn't attack just because, oh, let's attack them, and it might be fun. They'd, have, <laughs> they'd attack us for a reason. They'd want something that we had. Do you think that they... Do you think that all the aliens watch us? That might be another thing. They might just... Like, do you think they sit, they sit up in their, like, spaceship or their alien house or whatever, and they're just like, look at these dumb humans. Like, look what they're doing now. You might have, like, a like a history channel or a nature documentary channel. That's Except just for like it's a, just called, like, human beings. Earth. Yeah. <laughs> the Earth channel. And they're up there. <laughs> they're just, like, beeping and bopping back and forth. Yeah. Actually, they probably don't even make noise. They, they probably just, like, communicate through, like, wavelengths or something like a neural link like elon musk's thing yeah, yeah yeah just like neural link they just like sit there and look at each other and they just know what yeah. know what they're saying mm -hmm. did you have you seen uh the neural link like the videos of it watched it no not a video it's like uh from what i saw it's like the size of a quarter and it's i think it's like the the like the width of a quarter and then like the thickness of like a few quarters uh stacked on top of each other and they said they're going to put it in like in the top of your head. And then it's like the battery's supposed to last for like a day. And then whenever you want to charge it, you're going to have like a wireless like magnetic charging pad that you just stick to your head to charge it. <laughs> and then it's and like it's supposed to have the wires that like go into your brain. And then from there, I guess it does whatever it does. I don't know. I guess then like you probably like hook it to your phone and then you like download yeah. information to your brain or something. So that means that yeah, unless you get like a wig, most people are gonna have just like a random empty patch of hair on the top of their head. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm assuming the hair grows. Well, actually, I don't think it would affect the hair because they're probably like make a little cut and then they probably like just pull the flap of skin back, yeah, and then just like, like put it you, put it under there and then put the skin back. But you have to do that nightly, huh? Because you have, you have to charge it. 
No, the the charger, the thing stays in your head, like it's buried in your skull. And then oh. the charger's a wireless charger. Oh, okay. Okay. So it'd be just like whenever you like put your phone on a wireless charger, but it's on a magnetic pad that sticks to your head. But what if the microwaves give you brain cancer? What do you mean? Because, <laughs> well, obviously microwaves give you cancer. How do you know they don't? Sure they do. Mm-hmm. You don't know? Yeah. Maybe, maybe this Neuralink would could uh, prevent cancer. <laughs> because I it's, mean, it probably, it probably could, actually. Because it's supposed to be able to control or control or change everything in your body. Yeah, so you could just reverse the, um, you know, the genetic, what is it, like the, the mutation? Yeah, it's just reverse mutation. Well, it's supposed to, like, because whenever Elon was talking about it, he was saying that, like, you know, the entire body is just controlled by electrical signals. Yeah. So that he was just saying that you, since it's electrical, you can just, you can control the entire thing. Mm-hmm. So I guess like even if you have, I would assume like even if you have like a heart problem or something that it could like help that, or if you have like a, they, he said that it could uh, prevent like Alzheimer's and all that stuff. Yeah, because most things that happen in your body happen just because your brain messes up essentially, it sends the wrong signals in the wrong order. Right. So could you, could you imagine being like a hundred years old and you have that neural link and you're just like on your phone, just like cranking it up higher and higher. And you're just like, I'm never going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you catch some sickness and you're just like, I'm just going to crank up this neural link. You'd have like an app for each, um, each disease. So you just like press the, uh, the press the button and it runs its, its uh, diagnostic. You like you could like uh, like overclock it, yeah. Like whenever like whenever you need it to run real hard, you just sit at home with the thing attached to your head, so it never <laughs> so it never runs out of battery, and it, it just like just works double hard and just does everything. There are so many things that you could that could go wrong with that. <laughs> what Neuralink in general or what? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like what? Well, the, for starters, the uh, operation itself. The procedure itself would be extremely dangerous because it's brain surgery essentially, um, which I mean have high success success rate. But if something goes wrong, you're essentially dead, if not actually dead, brain dead. Can you imagine um, like if you got the neural link, and then like say five say like five years later, the battery's like not holding as much of a charge as it used to. So like halfway through the day, you're just like stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like like you come to work and you're just like super smart on top of everything everything is good and then like by lunchtime you're just like uh. <laughs> like you just, like you're just basically kind of like drunk because you're like you're used to like operating at such a high like pace and then now your neuralink's dead so you just like can't even think yeah I don't think it's like it, it, I'm I'm guessing it'd be you know, give um off electromagnetic. Uh, was it electromagnetic magnetic signals? It's some kind of like specific type of thing that um, electromagnetic radiation. That might be it. It's essentially like when there's when there's too many um, electrical places in one area, electrical signals coming from one area, it's a it's a massive health risk, health hazard. Oh, are you you mean like a like an interference? Yeah. Like if you walk, like I say, if you like walk next to like a cell phone tower and it like does something to your Neuralink and you just start like glitching out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know like what the uh, the risk of that is, but uh, I mean, that, 
that would suck. Yeah. Like you're just walking and you're just like, like you're getting shocked and you and you <laughs> there's nothing you can do to stop it. Yeah. I guess you could like, I don't know, turn it off if you could or something. So what's this? What's this invasion gonna look like? I think it'd be an invasion. I don't think they'd land. Um, do you, well? Like, hold on, hold on. Here's a better question. Do you think we would stand a chance against a species that's just better in every single way than us? Mm, they're better in. That's a hard. That's a hard one because we don't know that they're better in every way. We just know what we think we know about them. Because mm-hmm. like we like they haven't come here and talked to us and they're like, hey, we're so much better than you. We're just kind of like we've just kind of like made that assumption. I mean, if if they have technology like the technology bubbles are described, that's completely unbeatable with what we have. Like gravity fields, they can manipulate gravity. That's insane. That well, that but, was um, that was with the element one fifteen. That was like what he, what he said was like the key element to their, yeah, whatever it was, anti gravity propulsion devices or something. Yeah. Well, if you can manipulate manipulate a field of gravity, that you can do anything with that. It's not just propulsion; it's anything. Gravity affects time. If you could. Well, hold on, hold on a minute. Doesn't everything have to have an opposite? I mean. Uh, sh- Sure, but it's not. Gravity is different. Gravity is just its own special thing. Like there has to be. You'd think there has to be something to counteract gravity. I mean, not really. Gravity doesn't have a counter. It just is, really. <laughs> it just is. But but everything has its own gravity. Technically speaking, every even you have your own gravity. Your your body has its own gravity field. It's just very 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 weak. Is that a fat so joke? Is that a fat joke? Is that yeah. what we're do- is that what we're doing now? We're telling fat jokes. Yeah. So, what if you what if you got a bunch of this element one fifteen? You just like it's like sprayed it all in your backyard, and everything just like yeah. just the like grass perfectly. Do what? The grass grows perfectly evenly. No, the gra- no the grass loses gravity, so it just kind of like waves around. Oh yeah. You guys know how trippy that would be. <laughs> you just see all your grass just like woo, just like floating around. You go to cut it, and then all the pieces just, like, fly away. Yeah. You wouldn't have to cut it, actually, if you do it right, because you could just, like, have a gravity field that freezes the grass in place in, in time so it doesn't decay. How would it freeze it, though? Gravity affects time. What? Time happens because, because of gravity. What? Do you, ever, do you know, do you know what the, uh, the event horizon, effectively, it's called is? Gravity does not affect time. It is. It does. It, it stretches time. How? Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking proved that it stretches time. I how think it how was. did he prove it? It was other him or Einstein. I think he actually. I think he, I think he proved some kind of theory that Einstein made that how gravity stretches time. Now, obviously, I'm not Stephen Hawking, so I don't know. But look it up. Gravity what affecting time. Yes, but what I can tell you about is gravity. Do, gravity does not affect time. That's this is where yeah, I'm drawing the line. Yes, yeah, it does. I can I can go along with some pretty crazy nonsense, but I cannot stand for this. This is just this is just nonsense. 
Dungeons but even more, gravity. Even more is uh, why is holes. that? Why is that the first thing that comes up? Is does gravity affect time? Because it's a well-known thing. They're listening to us, and they knew that I was about to search that. Yeah, that maybe maybe. Gravity is not just a force. This effect measures the amount of time that has elapsed between two events by observers at different distances from a by observers at different distances from a gravitational mass. In other words, time runs slower whenever gravity is strongest. And this is because gravity curves space time. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make any sense though. Because you're not smart. <laughs> that doesn't like you have, to, you have to have a solid understanding of physics, which neither of us do, so that doesn't that doesn't make any sense to you <laughs> to anybody it's well established in the scientific community how okay so what uh um what planet is it that's the biggest jupiter yeah 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 so jupiter, jupiter has more gravity than earth so does is time slower on jupiter uh, I mean, I suppose. I don't understand what is being slowed down because, okay, space like, because what? Space time. The time in which things happen. But that doesn't make any sense. So, I think the easiest way to describe it is like this. Like, okay, okay, um, well, well, like, look at it this way. So, like, say if I take, say if I'm holding a ball and I throw the ball and it, and it takes one second to hit the wall. Mm -hmm. If I if I'm in some place with more gravity, it's not going to take it longer to hit the wall. Yes, it will. How? That's how it works. So are you, so are you going to? So do you age slower? So here, here's here's a, a good example of how to understand this. You know black holes. I mean, I know of them, but like. Yeah, but so this this, this is this is. I mean, I don't know what's on the other end. Obviously, it's not proven. It's a theory, but it's a very, very well-established and generally accepted theory. Um, so, gravities have something called the event horizon. So, the gravities don't have they don't really have like surfaces. Obviously, I mean, uh, black holes don't have surfaces. But um, you know how like a black hole, the outer rim of a black hole, like there is a limit to it. You, you, you can only see um, around it a certain way for whether it gets there's like you know an edge essentially like holes have an edge they don't actually have edges they have what's called the event horizon the event horizon is the place of no return once you reach this area all right i think we're i think we're all back way to go right. sudden link it was really weird i think that it was uh um, it, like it just disconnected from the laptop, but not like not the rest of the house, and then also it just like came back. Hmm. So, I don't know. That was weird. It's the government shut down this information. Yeah, it's censorship. All right, so you're talking about um some type of horizon. The the event horizon. Yeah. So the event horizon is what uh how how we describe the edge of the black hole. So. Because there's there's no solid edge to a black hole, so they're they're just gravity. There's nothing inside them, and we don't know what we don't know what happens to matter that goes through it. Because there's there's theories. The one I believe is most likely is that black holes 
take matter, and we, we know for a fact that whenever something goes into a black hole, it goes in and the, the intense gravity crushes it and crushes it and crushes it and crushes it and crushes it until it's just a stream of like one atom wide, you know, whatever it was that's been broken down, just a stream of atoms. It, it's just because the intense weight of gravity. It's, it's called, uh, the, the, I think the effect was um, was coined by, um, was it Neil deGrasse Tyson? Somebody coined it. String theory. And it's called, no, it's oh. called spaghetti, spaghettification. <laughs> spaghettification. Yeah, it's basically what happens is I, because... I can get down with some spaghettification. Mm-hmm. So, the effect is like this: if if a human being were to go into a black hole, you suck into a black hole. Let's say you're going feet first into a black hole. Because the gravity changes and shifts so violently and so quickly. The second you reach the uh, when you're when you're on your way to the event horizon, the bottom of your feet, since they're closer to the to the, uh, the, the black hole, they're going to be the first to go. And what's going to happen is your feet are going to get crushed by gravity, and they're going to be just completely and totally condensed into you know a tight little mess, basically your flesh, pretty gruesome. And uh, you, obviously your your legs going to be put together, and they're pretty much going to merge into just one ball of, you know meat and bone it's so pretty pretty gruesome so stuff nobody knows so nobody knows like what's on the other side of the black hole no they just know no, that like is... you get like crushed down and thrown to the yeah. other side but yeah so like, like 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 here's your, here's your body right like you just this is you and you're going through and so your feet are going to go first and they're just going to get crushed and crushed and crushed and crushed and crushed until it's just one is line it gonna be like a like a meat grinder crush where it's just like yeah and you just <laughs> All the way through until you're just like until you're nothing but a string of one atom wide. So you're probably gonna die. Oh yeah, yeah, you're gonna <laughs> die. What it, could I you? Mean, if, do you think you could maybe get like? Would it be possible to get like one foot caught and then like pull it back out? You know, here's the thing. If you so, that is what the event horizon is known as. You you can get out of a black hole if you have enough you know power of something, but the event horizon is the point at which the gravity com- becomes so strong that absolutely nothing can escape it, including light. So that's that's where the edge of the black hole comes from. That's the point at which gravity is so strong that light stops being able to escape it. That's, that's we, why it's just, it's just black. Have we ever seen black holes? We have a picture. The, there, was, there was a picture taken that proves black holes do exist because black holes were a theory until a picture was found by NASA. NASA has a picture of a black hole, the first ever. Just, it was just, kind one, of recent, just one black hole, one picture? It's, it's, it's recent. It's new. It's a huge deal in the scientific community. It was like a few months ago, I think. They got a picture of a black hole for the first time ever. If I Google it, can I find it? Oh, yeah. It's not a great picture, but it is there. Of course it's not a great picture because it's NASA. They I photoshopped it and <laughs> made it up. Because the Earth is flat. Well, I I put I typed in NASA black and it said well, it came up came up with black woman. I'm not entirely sure what that spelled. <sighs> um, oh, I typed in black hole gravity. I meant black hole NASA. Black hole picture there it is. Yeah. So it, it's a it's a black hole in front of the sun, I believe. That's why it's, that's why they're able to get a picture of it because it's in front of the sun. Hmm. I'm going to uh, share my screen with you. 
so that you can see. Okay, can you see that? Yep. So it's the first one on the left, top left. That's the picture itself. This is the one? Mm hmm That's the picture itself. So that's a black hole. And, that, and that's all that is? It's a very, 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 very far away. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> it looks like a donut. I mean, it's because I'm pretty sure it's a black hole in front of a sun. So, yeah. I mean, it literally looks like a donut that if you put it like under a lamp or something. That's how I faked it. That's, that's like literally what it looks like. <laughs> the, uh... <laughs> I mean, okay. If, if that's what they say a black hole is. So that, that's what they, they look like, essentially. They, well, I mean, that's not... They look like just black holes, all right? With absolutely no light. They're You're not kidding. through... Black holes look like black holes? Mm-hmm. And white holes look like white holes. <laughs> okay. Which is a thing, by the way. We, we do have evidence that there are such things as white holes as well. And what's, what goes on in those? I have no idea. Is it... I don't even know. Is it... Would be interesting. What would, what would make it white? Just a bunch of light? It might be. Which would... would my theory... Is that what well, it's, it's probably it's based on absolute no evidence whatsoever, but this is why I'd like it to be. This is what. This is the way you'd I like it to be. It'd be it'd be really cool if it was this. I think a white hole would be the opposite of a black hole. So instead of it being a massive gravity well sucking inward, it'd be the opposite. It'd be it'd be the exit point from the other side of a black hole. So my theory is that black holes are wormholes. So like so what you're saying is like we could have like. A black hole here and a white hole here, and you could just like get mm -hmm. sucked in this one, and you get blown out this and one. And then, or you'd get crushed down to a, a, a stream of you know one atom width, and then come out the other side in one atom width stream. Would you but would yeah. you come out the other side as still one stream? Yeah. So you so you're still gonna die no matter what. You're still gonna die. You're still gonna die. But it would be access to either it it either be. Um, a, uh, a a crease essentially from one like you have this massive expanse of our universe and then you have a black hole which is essentially like just creases it so you can go in one one side come out the other that it'd and be travel an insane expanse way faster that'd be pointless though because it would be like yeah i mean, yeah. I mean it, Unless... it, all that would be effectively would be like, like you played the game portal mm -hmm. it would be just like it would be just like portal. You'd have a, have a portal here that takes everything in, and then this portal here would spit everything out. But instead of like, Being, it, like yeah, going somewhere useful, you would just come. You would just come out into like a landfill. Yeah, unless you had a device that could, I don't know, manipulate gravity. Are you talking aliens? Yeah. So if they could go, make... go go into a black hole. Well. The, the the it depends on what the well, black nothing, hole is. Nothing survives the black hole, right? If you have a, a, a gravity field around you, you could Potent, potentially. I don't know. It might reject it. Do you think? Okay, because like, I have a hard time comprehending. If you if you took like say like a solid like a solid steel ball and you threw it into a black hole, how how would it, it just, just crush that down? down? 
because it's gravity. It's the most powerful force in the universe. Like, it, 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 it would just crush. Like, the, like, like the what does that get crushed down into? Into a stream of atoms. But there's also no proof of this. Well, because, because nobody can get close yeah. to one, right? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 it's, the, it's generally the most accepted theory. But black holes were a theory. Black holes themselves were a theory until now, which we know we know for a fact. You mean until really. they put that donut in front of that camera? That, yeah. that black hole literally looked like someone took a, a donut, a Krispy Kreme donut, shined a light on top of it, and then they just like put a bunch of Vaseline on a camera lens and then took a picture <laughs> of it and just made it all blurry and dark. Yeah. I mean, and it looked like if you unblurred that, that would have been a really good donut. That's what that looked like. <laughs> I don't even remember how we, how we got on here. Um... I don't know. We're talking about alien invasions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, alien invasions, and I was talking about gravity fields, and then you were Isn't, talking about like how hold on, gravity hold on, work. Hold on a minute. Back, back to back black holes for a second. Wasn't there a um, some school where they were like going to use like a particle accelerator and like hit two atoms together for something, and then everyone was like afraid <laughs> that if went that afraid for them to do it because they were scared that it was going to like open a black hole. Uh, it wasn't a school because the school couldn't afford a particle accelerator, but um, yeah, the the one the, the first particle accelerator, yeah, it wasn't a school. Already, no, it must it might have been university, just different from the school. But <laughs> same thing. It, Come it's on, it's, it's, it's really not. It. Come on. No, they're both they're both pointless, and I they're mean, a lot of money. Yeah, but a school and a university are the same thing. They're not. They're, no. If you, yeah, they are. You're, you're forced to go to school. You have to be accepted into the university. The only difference is you pay for university. That's the only difference. Yeah. So they're the same thing. That's, a, that's kind of a big difference. So they're the same thing. Also, the people, the uh, teachers at universities are professors, not just random teachers. They just have a piece of paper. They have usually a very important piece of paper. It's difficult to get. And most of, most of them are morons. Yeah. So it's the same thing. Mm-hmm, I guess. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the exact same. Except a lot more money goes into universities. Like a lot more money. Because, they're, that's where, because they're scams. And that's that's where a lot of science comes from. It's universities. Universities scam you and steal your money. Schools don't. I mean, for the students, yeah. But also universities are where scientists get their money. Being a scientist isn't a job. You can't make money off of it. Unless you're given grants from a university. Why can't you make being a scientist a job? Because no one's going to pay you for discovering the secrets of the universe. Well, that seems like a pretty important job. You'd think, but no, m- most scientists don't make much money at all. Because they, 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 live, they live off of grants from university. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't remember where we're going with this. Well, you're just talking about universities in general, because you were talking about universities. Oh, we're talking we're talking about the particle accelerator. Yeah. So there was so there was these you know the the, the, the first particle accelerator but was um, maybe it was the high, the hadron collider. I don't know, but one of them essentially. Um, they didn't. They had, no one had ever done what they were doing before, so everyone had concerns like with with them accelerating a particle to the speed of light. That since that had never been done before, there was you know theorized there was a slight chance 
that the black it could create a black hole that could instantaneously destroy the entire world and our entire species as you know as a species we just get gone instantly what's a, okay it's like a, whenever, it's like they a say, whenever they say they're going to accelerate a particle like a particle of what a particle of well usually it's just like something's like going like dust a particle of dust or something like that anything really it's just a particle what if you put like a bouncy ball like two bouncy balls you just like survive. bam Huh? It wouldn't survive chopping speed of light. But they're but the particles would, right? Yeah. But if you can you can only do it with a particle. I don't know enough about particle accelerators. Yeah. They're complicated. Maybe I could build one. Out <laughs> of PVC pipes and an electric motor. Sure. Yeah. So what was the so their concern was they were gonna like open up a black hole and then like yeah. destroy the whole world, yeah. It, it, which I mean it was a legitimate concern because how black holes are created is when a uh, sun's I believe it's when whenever a sun collapses in on itself it creates a black hole. So we, we I don't know what causes that we might not even know, but it could be because of particles accelerating to the speed of light and causing some kind of reaction that way. So the, the, it was a reasonable, you know, a reasonable assumption that this could create a black hole that destroys everything. Like it was, it was a real possibility. And interestingly enough, instead of the scientists like asking world leaders, like, "Hey, should we do this?" I mean, it's, it could open up a huge avenue of new science, but it also could kill us all in everything we've ever tried to accomplish and everything we ever could accomplish. <laughs> but instead, instead of asking anyone permission, they just did it. Just like, eh, ninety, ten. Hopefully, um, I'm a lottery. So, so I'm they a did. Petting. They did do it. Yeah, they did it without without asking really anyone. They just kind of like said, I'm, "I'm a lottery man. I'm, I'm a betting man. <laughs> I'm, I'm gen- generally pretty lucky." They made they made a decision for the entirety of our race that could have wiped us off the off the map. Our race or our species? Our our our, our species, the human race. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I, w- it I wonder only, it would have only killed white people. Well, okay, so black holes. I would assume that they all they all comes in different sizes. Yeah, well, I don't know actually. Like yeah, they can't I, I like there can't be just like a standard size black hole. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's dependent on like the size of the sun that it came from. Because okay, because I'm imagining them like uh, tornadoes. Like some are big, some are small. So like if so. if you, if you if you had a particle, if a particle accelerator could start a black hole, if it's like just two particles hitting each other rather than a whole sun collapsing, maybe it would just be like a little black hole. Would well, still kill a cell. A little tiny one? Oh, yeah. How? It would just kill a cell because it's, it's infinitely sucking everything towards it and crushing it because it, it, it's, it's because, just because it's small doesn't mean that it's incredibly powerful. Doesn't so, mean that it wouldn't instantaneously suck all the matter into so it. So if just, we if we started if it started one, say like the size of this cup, oh yeah, it, it would this, it would just eventually absorb the whole Earth. Instant, instantly absorb most of the Earth. Probably something this big. Oh yeah, would it instantly absorb the whole Earth? Pretty much. You're out of your mind. Black hole. You're out of your it's mind. It's a black hole. It has it's to. It has hole. to like process it. It's pretty. See, fast. Okay. Okay. See what. See what I'm thinking. Or what? What the image that I'm getting in my head is that if you started a black hole that was like the size of this cup, it would like process matter, I guess, at a certain rate. So like, if it was like the size of a 
planet-sized black hole, then, like, yeah, the whole Earth could, could be absorbed in, like, a few seconds. But if it's something like this, maybe we'd have, like, a couple years. No. Definitely not a couple years. You don't think? No. I, th- I think what it, what happened is instantly, wherever the black hole is at, everything in, like, a few miles radius would be just gone instantaneously. Um, probably just from the explosion itself. Of, can you imagine? You know, can you imagine if it was like I just described, and they like like this university or whatever opened one up, and then they have to like I don't know, like call whoever you call. And you're just like, <laughs> hey guys, um, uh, we started a black hole, and uh, if things keep going the way they're going, we got about uh, two years. Yeah, and everybody's just like, oh, okay, <laughs> so that sucks. Yeah. Oh, and everyone, everyone would, everyone would go to go home, and I think, well, it's the apocalypse. So I, I gotta fill up my bathtub with water, and everyone would go to fill the bathtubs up at the same time, and everyone would run out of water, and everyone would assume that because they ran out of water, the apocalypse is already there. <laughs> how do you think that? Uh, how do you think the world would handle that? I, I think that there'd be some kind of joint effort between all the uh, all knowing, the like everybody like knowing that everybody's like. All right, we all have two years. Timer starts now. Yeah, so I think there'd be a concentrated world, world effort between like all the uh, the best minds and like all the resources of all the nations coming together, just like to make a um, uh, a mission essentially to colonize probably Mars as quickly as we possibly could to get as many people there as possible. I don't think so. Really, I think everybody goes into mass like war. And everybody just starts like slaughtering everybody. Well, obviously there'd be anarchy for sure. There obviously there's people just do that without reason anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all... a lot of people they don't even need a black hole to to yeah. do that. So there, it, yeah, there'd be, there'd be it'd be anarchy, complete anarchy. But I feel like there would be a, constru- a concentrated effort, by, like some kind of organization, like international organization, to be formed. It would be like it would be like a. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this meme, but there's a meme that's been going around that says like. What if we just get rid of the government and then we all just uh, promise to act cool? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's anarchist. That's the, the definition of anarchist. That's pretty much what would happen. They'd be like, "Well, nothing anybody says matters anymore." So we got two years. Just the, the general, you know, you're, you're worth what you're able to do. Eh, probably not even that. I mean, that's what anarchists usually believe in. Like a man's worth is who he is, is per- what, he's, what he's capable to do as a person. But that's also that would also depend on whoever's doing like the judging. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's it, that'd be different from person to person. Well, I mean, like if like, you're like they're not there's not going to be like a like a fact sheet that like all the like top anarchists are like, well, you don't meet these requirements, and then well, they I mean, go to the next guy. Oh, you do meet these requirements. Carry on. Anarchy in general, it doesn't as a concept, just doesn't work. As, as most people find out that become anarchists because <laughs> you, mean, you mean it doesn't work yeah surprisingly enough because we're genetically programmed we're hardwired to try and organize ourselves into a loose government a society so like if you if you did go into anarchy eventually somebody would come up who's like just better and stronger than everyone else but has and they have true, a following but has true anarchy really been tried I don't know. I don't think anyone's... In, uh, see, when people usually <laughs> cry out for anarchy, 
it's met with resistance for some reason. <laughs> for some reason? Yeah. So you're well, telling me that Anarchy usually collapses in on itself before it has a chance to oh, see if it's going to work? Yeah, yeah. Because That's because the problem. Lot of, lot we, time, we just got to do it properly. Well, a lot of the time it's the anarchists themselves that realize this probably doesn't work, actually. Now no, I'm thinking about it. This might not, This probably doesn't make any sense. <laughs> because everybody wants to be at the top. Because there's going to be someone at the top. There's got to be a leader of the movement. And anarchy means not having a leader. That says what you're supposed to do. So it defeats its own purpose. Like you can't have a movement of that's just a bunch of disorganized protesters on their own. You have to be led by someone. But if you're led by someone, you're you know just proving what you're believing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So it doesn't work at all. I don't, I, I don't know where we're at now. Mm. We've like veered way off the trail. Yeah. Yeah. So do you want do you want to move on to the to the meat and the potatoes? Sure. Are you are you ready for the meat and potatoes? Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that you don't already know about this. I might. Depends on what it is. So, do you remember the question that I asked you uh, last week or two weeks ago about um, the Titanic? Yeah. So, did you know the Titanic never sank? What? The Titanic never sank. So why is why have I heard my entire life about the wreck of the Titanic at the one on the ocean? All right, I have the information. So the Titanic, um, the Titanic did not sink. This is what happened. The Titanic had a sister ship called the Olympic. I did know that actually. Now I, now I remember. So I did know about that. The Olympic went out and like ran into another ship or did something, got a bunch of damage done to it. So, mm-hmm. and then um, it either wasn't insured, couldn't be insured, something about it, it couldn't be insured. So then once it came back, they had the Titanic that was in perfect condition that could uh, be insured and was insured. So they just switched the names. Mm-hmm. And then they sent the Olympic out into the ocean as the Titanic with the intention of sinking it for the insurance money. And the person that was in, uh, that was part of this in cahoots to sink the the Titanic, Mm -hmm. there, you know, have you, I'm sure you've heard the name JP Morgan. Yeah. The um, JP Morgan Chase Bank. There's a J.P. Morgan Jr. and Senior and a whole line of like, I think they were all financers and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. During that time of the the whole Titanic thing, J.P. Morgan wanted to start a Federal Reserve Bank. There was, but there was three other rich people that were against this Federal Reserve Bank. That mm-hmm. was uh, John Jacob Astor, Benjamin Guggenheim. And Isidore Strauss. The Isidore Strauss guy also was a co-owner of, I think, Macy's. I think is what the name of it. It was some retail store. Is Isidore Strauss and Guggenheim? Benjamin Guggenheim. That, and John Jacob Astor. What those, are these names? <laughs> okay, so those three guys uh, were all stopped J.P. Morgan from 
or for some somehow they wouldn't let him start this Federal Reserve Bank for whatever yeah. the reason was. So, all three of those guys died on the Titanic. But J.P. Morgan was supposed to be on the Titanic with them, or I should say Olympic, Titanic, whatever. Yeah. They were. He was supposed to be on there with them, but during the time that the Titanic was supposed to take off, he was already on a vacation, and uh, just a couple days before it took off, he decided to extend his current vacation and cancel his room, and it just so happened that the ship he was supposed to be on sinks with the three people that wouldn't let him do what he wanted to do. Yeah. So what do you think about that? Well, who who would sink the ship? Would it be the captain? I'll tell Focus you. I'll, I'll tell you who sunk the ship. Does that make sense? There was a German submarine that bombed the ship. Hmm. So this is all in. There was all these people were in cahoots. The um. Wait, the Germans? Ger- a German, uh, a German submarine. The, but because this there was, was in 1910? 12. 12. That, that was during World War One, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure 1912 was during... So, we, so he was in cahoots with Germans? He was, he was a traitor? Could have been. Because we, were, we would have been at war with traitors. I'm sure I'm, if we were at war with Germany, I'm sure Germany would have loved to get rid of 1,500 Americans. I mean, I guess, yeah. So the reason and the reason this whole German submarine thing comes up is there was a guy that uh, was a survivor of the Titanic that wrote a book that I think was later like taken off shelves and like suppressed or something where he wrote in his book that um, whenever he whenever the uh, ship started to sink that there was um, multiple explosions happening before it started sinking. And then he said, and then this guy ended up in the water or like jumped in the water or whatever. And he said that under the water, you could see uh, searchlights under the water. Hmm. So they think that it was a submarine. And that it, so it, it was, a, would be a submarine and it just like, it just happened to happen near an iceberg. Why would it be, who, who would take all the shelves? J.P. Morgan? Who would what? Who would be taking them off the shelves? The books. What do you mean taking them off the shelves? The books. Oh, I don't. I don't know about. The, I don't know exactly what happened with the books. They. It might even still be out there, but for whatever reason, it wasn't like a highly, like promoted book. I mean, yeah, but could J.P. Morgan have the power to do that? Like, he's only a business owner. Well, the the books, not the not the point, but the sinking of the ship is the important yeah. part. Yeah, he definitely had the pull to do that. Yeah, and I think it's very ironic that he would just so happen to cancel his room before it sinks mm-hmm. and also um the guy i don't remember his name but something hershey the guy who invented hershey's chocolate he yeah. was supposed to be on the ship too and he canceled because he was also friends with jp morgan hmm. i mean yeah it seems to line up pretty well but it's kind of insane that J.P. Morgan would be working with Germans. Like, how do you even get that connection? I mean, whenever he, I mean, he was probably, I didn't look up his net worth. I'm sure he was probably the equivalent of a billionaire then. I mean, like, would he, I guess he'd have to have a contact before the war started. 
if if that was the war. Like, when that when that was it, 1912 or 1914? It was 1914. Okay, okay so this was two, two years before. Yeah, two years before the war. So maybe this is what started off the war. I'm pretty sure we know about that. <laughs> the sinking of the Titanic or Olympic. I mean, there was, we, we didn't join the war until like 1916. So, no. So they had plenty of time to sink our Olympic. Mm -hmm. So what do you, do you have any, uh, any rebuttals or, do you, do you, or does everything just pretty much line up? I mean, that, that, that does seem like a lot of coincidences and a very, very suspicious pattern. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. And then there was even, uh, whenever I was looking into this, there was even, um, there was a whole other theory that um, the it was still the same like premise of the, like switching the names. And they said that the Olympic had gone out and, did whatever and got damaged and then they came back switched the nameplates and then the uh like on its way like while it like while it was on its way something happened about like catches on on fire in the hull or something and then the fire weakens the hull so much that then when it does hit the iceberg then it does collapse it or whatever and there was even mm -hmm. there was a picture of like uh I don't remember which ship this the picture was supposed to be of. Oh, I remember it was um, it was a picture of the Titanic is what they were calling it, but it was actually the Olympic, and it was in like a um, not like a it wasn't like hooked up to a dock. It was almost like a like a dry dock or something where like mm -hmm. you could see the entire like hull of the ship. Yeah, dry dock. And they um they in the picture you could see like on the hull you could see like a giant dark circle where like something something had happened and they were saying uh the thread i was reading people were saying that like that dark circle was where it caught on fire and then that was probably also where it hit the iceberg and then that's how it sunk but i i think i much prefer the german submarine yeah yeah it's also like it's kind of hard to believe that like the captain of the ship would just hit an iceberg like oops i still run into it <laughs> you planned that for whenever I was taking a drink of water. <laughs> so the the captain's just up there, just like I'm gonna hit this iceberg. Boom! <laughs> He's just like, I can make that. <laughs> He's like he just gets the call. He's the guy's like, take it down. Yeah. Okay. The last one, complete mission. How did they? Has there been? Have you like seen anything about how would they have hit the iceberg to begin with? Or the captain would have to be an idiot for one to miss an iceberg. Um. So I mean, so like, because okay, let's just say that no, like none of this happened. It was really, really the Titanic. Yeah. It wasn't weak. It was a good ship. It still doesn't make sense how you drive into an iceberg. Yeah, like how he'd have to be like. You know, he'd have, he'd have to have, like, have seen three icebergs if he was on something. Uh, he saw three icebergs and he's like, which one of those is real? 
that iceberg that doesn't look like an iceberg. That's probably just like some floating ice. Yeah. I can I can uh, hit that. It's a mirage. Because they had um well, whatever that thing is that goes beep beep. The radar. Radar. And that show mm -hmm. doesn't that show you what's in the water, right? Did they have radar radar? Radar in nineteen tw what ten? Twelve. Twelve? You think they had a radar in nineteen twelve? I mean, yeah. You 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 were unconvinced they had telephones on the ship, and you're now you're gonna say they have radar. <laughs> what do you what do you mean that radar is old? It was developed in like what the sixties? Uh, nineteen eleven. What a year before uh, the Titanic. I don't believe that radar. Well, okay, never mind. look this up. Look up what type of navigation system the Titanic had. That'll tell us what we need to know. By the way, the radar was invented in nineteen thirty five. <laughs> okay, it was a time traveler. Mm -hmm. It was probably just a compass. You you really think that the the, the Titanic all that was yeah. a compass? I take marble this time. Uh, Electrical control panel that was 40 feet long. Fans, shivers, lighting. Uh, the electric control panel to us seemed enormous, complicated, and wasteful. Well, so what's it got? It's got a, uh, a control panel. And that seems to be it. That's the navigation? I mean, I don't think it's navigation. It might just be for controlling the internet ports of the ship. Are you on Bing again? <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that what you're on again? Bing? I'm on Ask Jeff for what it was. Ask Jeeves? Ask Jeeves, that's what it was. Thank you, Windows, for displaying notifications. I don't want them. Let me let me get on the the real search engine, Google. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't find I can't find anything that says what the um, Titanic had. Oh, it's this is saying the route, but I don't want the route. I want the navigation system. Hmm. Titanic was a high-tech marvel of its time. That's the same one I read. Oh. What did it say? Well, it didn't say anything about the navigation system. It just said there was a control panel. I was like, extremely <laughs> wasteful and slow. This is this is a high-tech marvel. It has a control panel. You believe this? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Here's how sailing on the Titanic 2 will compare to the original. You might sink like twice as fast. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe they're trying to rebuild the Titanic. It's and I can't believe that, that other people are dumb that other people are gonna be stupid enough to get on it. Yeah. 
Like, I, I don't even want to be in the same ocean as that thing. Yeah, that's weird. I'm not saying anything. Why? You would think that would be very, like, very easy to find. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe it's, maybe it's, um, another, another pulley, this Titanic 2. So Bill Gates is going to have, you know, Jeff Bezos and like Elon Musk killed. Not Elon Musk. <laughs> we can't get, we can, we can get rid of a lot of people, but we cannot get rid of Elon Musk. Yeah. He is, he is very, very important for whenever these aliens come so that he can communicate with them. Yeah, he, he's, he's our God Emperor. Because they, they, he's definitely, those are like, those are definitely his people. So whenever mm -hmm. they come, he can like go beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, 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 and he can connect, he can talk to them. Well, what about, um, um, what's his name? Mark, Mark Zuckerberg, yeah. No, Wouldn't he be, be better? Uh, uh, he's not an alien, he's a lizard. Uh, yeah, reptoid, yeah. Yeah, he's reptilian. He's, he'll, he'll be our, our um, ambassador for the reptiles. <laughs> Did you, have you seen the picture of him in the... Um... <laughs> in, in, uh, in what was it, like Fiji with, <laughs> on his electric surfboard? No, no, I don't I haven't seen that one. Oh my god. Wait, are yeah. you talking about the one where he has like all the like sunblock yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've seen that one. I was talking about there's there's a picture I've seen of him of uh he's like in a courtroom or something. And oh. someone took the picture and they've like made the background all dark and then they like have brought out the contrast like on his face. So he like <laughs> literally looks like almost like see-through and his like his eyes are just he's just like this. And he's like his skin's just like so like like as pale as it could possibly be. Yeah. And then the caption's something like something about him being a a, a reptile or something. It, it's really yeah. it's a really stupid meme, but it, it, it was funny. Like does he just generally does look like a reptile? He literally just does look like an alien pretending to be human. He he definitely drinks water like one. That, how does he drink water what have you not seen it look up no. okay look up uh i think if you just look up mark zuckerberg drinking water on youtube you can find it i gotta see this <laughs> how, do, how do you drink water weird well in the video if you if you Are see there... the right video there's a video of him like this he sits there and he goes <laughs> drinking water for the first time <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i think there's like a 12 hour compilation too oh this okay yeah. <laughs> That's so weird. Is it isn't it? Yeah. Who drinks like he's like <laughs> Have you also seen that um like whenever he's in court he sits on a booster seat? Really? Look up Mark Zuckerberg booster seat. He sits on like oh a god. like a four or five inch foam pad to make himself look taller. Oh my god! And I I saw that uh, I saw that that he sits on like the pad, and then I read another article that like apparently he's like really subconscious about his height because he's only like five seven, and they were yeah. saying that like he always like every picture he's in or like any situation he's always like wants everything to be arranged to make him look bigger because he's so short. Yeah. Did you see that same sitting on the booster seat? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. There was uh whenever that happened that picture was like from a couple years ago. But uh whenever that came out, there was all these people on Facebook that like it was a meme that they took that picture of him sitting in the booster seat 
And then they're saying you just got sent to Facebook in jail by a guy in a booster seat. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, just everything he does is just weird. So weird. Like he's just a just a, a weird person. Yeah. Have you have you seen his? He's in he's in the uh, the backyard of his one of his like uh, vacation homes. And he's he's he's, he's smoking meats. <laughs> yeah, I've seen. That. <laughs> oh my god. Are you talking about like the like twelve hour ten hour compilation of him just like saying over and over smoking meats, smoking, smoking meats, smoking meats? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. He's so strange. All right, you ready for the ready for the next one? Yeah. So the next one, you ready for this? Is a big one. Mm-hmm. It's actually not that big, and you're probably not going to care, but it is. It is kind of interesting. I'm sure you've heard of the store Mattress Firm. Where's a bill? I'm not sure what it is. That's where they sell mattresses. No. Yeah, that's really? all. They, that's all they sell mattresses. Mm-hmm. So, there's a theory that Mattress Firm is not a mattress store. Mattress mm-hmm. Firm is a money laundering, like, conglomerate, I guess. Because there is, I'm going to send you a link. Actually, I'll just, I'll just screen share so you can see it. How about that? All right, let's. All right, you see that? Yeah. Okay. So, here's part of why this theory exists. So, here's Mattress Firm, or here's some locations of Mattress Firm, right? Mm. Yeah. The basis of this, not the basis, but like one of the things that sparked this whole story is that there's so many mattress firms that are so cl- that so are so closely packed together. That is very packed together. Like the like there there's what one two three four five six seven eight, basically eight on one street. Yeah. Like <laughs> what is that about? And if you um, oh let me. Okay, so if you, um, like, if you search on YouTube and like, if there's a, a bunch of videos like on Facebook and stuff. Of there's one one video that I can't remember where it's at, but there's a guy driving. He just takes a video of him driving, and then like literally on one block, there's a mattress firm on each corner of that block, <laughs> like four stores within like a mile of each other. Yeah, and then it's like. And like we've we have one here. We have like two or three here. There's like if you if you go to the website Mattress Firm's website and you look up like a store locator, and they're they're based out of Texas. So if you just type in like Texas on the store locator, they're just like everywhere, and they're all super close to each other. Like the, the map for Texas, what, there's literally like if you like this is all of Texas. There's like two little spots where there's like thirty stores, and they're yeah. just all packed together. But mattresses aren't something that you could just sell an insane book, you know. Right. That's the thing is that there's so many of these stores that are so close together, and there's never anybody in them. 
<laughs> like we have two or three mattress stores around here that every time I drive by them, one, two cars in the parking lot, maybe. Because the average person buys a mattress once for like 10 years. Yeah, every 7 to 11 years is when a person buys a mattress. Yeah. So these stores are like, see what I'm saying? There's not a whole lot. There's nobody there. There's a ton of stores. So then I started, um, so then here's the kicker. I started, um, I wanted to compare them with another, um, like another uh, chain. Yeah. So I compared them to a fast food chain and the, the only fast food chain that was like even kind of like kind of close that I could compare it to was uh was Wendy's. So Mattress Firm has 3600 stores in the US. That's a lot. Yeah. Mattress Firm did 3.4 billion dollars in revenue. So that that means they made nine hundred and forty four million dollars per store. Yeah, that's insane. And here's another thing: they also I forget how many employees they have, but whenever you did the math, it worked out to two point seven employees per store. Whenever you did uh, the amount of people they employ, that's a very very small staff. Right. So like if you just round up to three three people per store to run a store like seven days a week. Yeah, there's not there's, that definitely means there's not much business going on. No, especially not to do with nine hundred and forty-four million dollars really? in revenue. So whenever you compare them to Wendy's, a very popular fast food chain, yeah, they have Wendy's has sixty-seven hundred and eleven stores. And guess how much they do in revenue? How much? One point five billion. That just makes no sense. So more stores, less than half the revenue, they only make 223000 per store. <laughs> and there's people at Wendy's everywhere. People are everywhere. beating down the door to go to Wendy's. Yeah. So if, if, like, if that doesn't just like scream red flags, I don't know what yeah. does. Yeah. That is really, really, really strange. Yep. Maybe they're maybe they're selling kids. Like Wayfair. <laughs> yeah. They could be. I mean, but that. Well, so you think it's like a money laundering conglomerate? Like it, it's 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 like the go-to money laundering place. It's got to be. I. That's another thing. Is okay if they're if they're laundering if they're laundering money. If that's what they're really doing. I mean, is it like a drug cartel? Is it like? I mean, what is it? Because it has to be, it, 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 it's 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 money that someone's making. Like it goes into it's their revenue. It wouldn't be like you you as a criminal looking to you know launder money. You approach these guys and they launder it for you and just send you the check in the mail and stuff like that's that, that's not that's that can't be how work. Someone pick up on that. It must be the owner of the company that's laundering all that money. Well, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's, that's the theory is that whoever is that whoever owns all the mattress firms is just uses mattress firm. To launder their money. money that's that's an insane amount of money to launder. Like you're talking about the biggest criminal in the world. That's working. 
Apparently. Because, the, I mean, the numbers don't add up. How do you have 2.7 employees per store? Let's just say three. Let's, how do you have three employees per store, and those three employees are making a million dollars a year off mattresses? Yeah, like 94 million, you said, of mattresses. Not, 944 million. Oh, nine, 900 per store? No, 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 no. That, I, I typed that wrong. Just wait a minute. Wait, no, is that right? No. I did my math wrong. I think. Let's see here. Nine hundred nine hundred and forty four thousand per store. That's what I meant. Uh nine hundred forty four thousand. Yeah. So more than yeah. So more than three times did I say million the first time? Yeah. You said okay. 94. I meant I meant nine hundred and forty four thousand per store. Okay. So more than three times the amount that Wendy's is doing with roughly just about half the stores. Yeah. Doesn't add up. So so each store, so three people are make or each make three people are making a million dollars a year for mattress firm for each location. Yeah. So if that's if that was really happening, why wouldn't those three people open their own mattress store? Yeah. If there was that much of a demand for mattresses. Mm-hmm. And then here's another thing. Um. These mattress stores, they're not the only ones selling mattresses. Mm-hmm. I would say that just about everybody, if not everybody, well, not everybody, but say 70% of people now are probably getting their mattresses from somewhere online. Yeah. Like, I couldn't tell you the last time I went into a store to get something. Mm-hmm. Like, everything, everything's from Amazon. Or some online retailer. Yeah, and they're all making they're all making all of them by like insane margin. Yeah. So that's yeah. <laughs> that's pretty crazy. But like we, uh, that's how, how much is it? Like four point something billion. Uh, the overall three point four billion. Three point four billion is that a, a year? Yeah, that's their revenue. That's insane. How much? That that that's that, that's got to be more money than any criminal in history. Uh no. Not uh not like Pablo Escobar. Are you sure? Positive. Because I just so I just looked up El Chapo. He was worth something between two to four billion in total. Look up Pablo Escobar. I think he was the I think he was the richest criminal ever. At his peak. Thirty billion. Yeah. Okay. So this guy's like Whoever, whoever this is, they would be the new Pablo Escobar. Because <laughs> Pablo, well, Pablo was like a, like a, I guess once in a lifetime criminal. Yeah. Because he, they, have you seen much about Pablo Escobar? Uh, I've heard a good about it. Good about it. No, there was no. whenever he, in the, I think that the figure was, I think in the eighties they said that if you bought coke in the eighties in the U.S., it was like an eighty-five percent chance that it came straight from him. Because he like he owned that much of the market, yeah. And they uh, he used uh, airplanes. He owned submarines, container ships. 
he he had like every way to transport it into the yeah. into the U.S. He also had houses that were just cash, like multiple. They said that he used to lose like two to three million dollars a year just from rats chewing it up. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, he—that's how much money yeah. he had. Yeah. He also, I think, he burned like four or five million dollars to keep it because his daughter was cold or something. <laughs> they were like in a house, I guess, that didn't have electric or something, and he just was like just literally burning money to stay warm. Yeah. So he was definitely the biggest for sure. Yeah. But I would I would like to see who or would like to know what is going on with Mattress Firm. How how, how long has Mattress Firm been doing this? Uh, I'd have to Google it. I think I think they they've been in business since since the nineties. I think since the nineties. That'd be something like thirty years. Obviously, they'd ramp up to the point right now in revenue. Well, so it's. Also, well, also, I should mention that in 2018, they filed for bankruptcy. Hmm. So you think... Which is also kind of a weird uh, twist. Yeah, somebody new probably took it. What it probably is is some insanely huge criminal came well, in and Well, somebody, bought somebody bought it is what happened. Yes. I think they filed for bankruptcy and then somebody bought it. Somebody bought it, and whoever bought it is the person that's uh, laundering the scene of my money. He's just like, oh, this is a perfect opportunity. To, to launder this insane amount of money I have. It was founded in 1986 in Houston, Texas. It was uh, uh, bought by Steinhoff International. There's no name? Order. Oh, Steinhoff Holdings... Who's the CEO? John Eck. Well, the CEO of Steinhoff Holding is Luis de Prez. Hmm. Yeah, there's, there's there's a lot of people it could be. It probably isn't someone who's actually directly involved in running it anyway. So there's probably no way of finding out. <laughs> what, you mean we can't just Google and see if he's like a drug smuggler? I know, right? <laughs> is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't do much. Uh... What? What if I trick Google and they give me the answer? How much money <laughs> does mattress firm smuggle in from Mexico? You think it's Mexico? I assume that's where you're not gonna be able to. Well, maybe. well that's it, true. It, it started in Houston, right near in Houston, right near the border. Mm. Maybe. It, what if? What if it came out? El Chapo owns mattress firm. I, I, I doubt that, considering how he's dead. El Chapo? He's dead, isn't he? He's not dead. I heard that he's... Wasn't he no, killed in no. He's still running and gunning. Really? Yeah. So it was Pablo Escobar that died in... Pablo Escobar is dead. He died in the 90s. I, th- I thought it was uh, El Chapo who... He uh, he escaped from prison to a, that tunnel. That was yeah. him, right? Yeah. yeah. El Chapo escaped from the tunnel. And on the way out, he was killed um, in a uh, in a uh, like a roadblock. No, El Chapo is alive and well. Oh yeah, he's in prison, isn't he? Um, I think he might be back in prison. Maybe. 
I don't know his I don't know his status. Um <laughs> It says here he's only five five. <laughs> he's Mexican, so Hmm, I don't know. I, I think I think he's back. Oh, where is El Chapo now? He's it says his captured status. First capture. He is an inmate at the United States Penitentiary Administrative Maximum Facility in Florence, Colorado. Yeah. So I guess he got caught again. Mm -hmm. There was recently a. Um, did you not see all the stuff with uh, the Mexican police uh, arresting El Chapo's son? No. Like they, uh, I forget what what exactly happened but like somehow or another he got into it with the police and then the police arrested el chapo's son and then whatever i guess gang or whatever it is that el chapo runs the cartel his cartel or whatever uh like literally went to war with the police like they were like bombing police cars having shootouts in the streets and they were like were literally going to war with them until they gave them back uh el chapo's son and the Mexican police had no choice but to like give them back because they were just like destroying everything. Yeah, because Mexico, Mexico doesn't have a, a, a spine, which was fine. Like the, the cartel owns Mexico, right? So it's like it's like Russia before Putin. Much like how uh, Pablo owned Colombia. Yeah, he. Uh, I saw a thing that he that he would um, that basically his policy was like. If he tried to, if he he would either try to pay you off, like if you were a police, and if like he tried to pay you off and you didn't accept, then he'd just kill you. Yeah. So it was pretty much just like, take the money and shut up. Yeah. And there was something, there was something about Pablo had like, somebody had like a bunch of evidence against him at a police station or something. So he like bombed the police station, and mm -hmm. like killed everybody inside. Yeah. Just like, and that, and that was just like, it's just. How we do business. Yeah. Like, that's insane. It can't be tried if there's no court. It's true. There isn't, there's no evidence if it gets bombed. Yeah. There's a, there's a, uh, like a short Pablo Escobar documentary on Netflix where they, like, are, it's, the documentary is with the police officers that, like, were on foot chasing Pablo that were, like, in the shootout with him. And it was it was pretty good, because it was like you know whenever they were telling the story they you know they were telling it from first person perspective like they were the ones yeah. chasing him. Yeah. Anyway, so mattress firm is a money laundering scheme conglomerate. Well, it's probably just one guy as an insane amount of money is laundering. It's 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 probably Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yeah, on the side. That's probably like whatever that guy's name was that started Mattress Firm. Well, because oh, here's a connection. 1986 was right about the time that Jeff Bezos started getting rich. Well, 1986 was when it started, and it went bankrupt. Huh? Didn't it go bankrupt after that? After it was founded? Mattress Firm? Mm -hmm. No, they went. They filed for bankruptcy in 2018. Yeah, yeah. So, so why would and then someone else bought it and then they started making crazy money? No, no, no. They they were the number. These numbers are from 2018 because they uh, 
the, the 3,600 stores and the 3.4 billion are the only, those are the only numbers I could find. Those are from 2018. Uh, yeah. After 2018, it said that they shut down, I think it was like a thousand stores or something, but it didn't have like a, a revenue number. Hmm. So I don't know. So maybe they, people were cashing on to them. They shut down. Well, they they probably laundered all the money they needed to launder, and they're like, "All right, we got to get out of here. Yeah. We got to we got to sell this to somebody that's dumb enough to buy it." And they're <laughs> just like, "Oh, here's all our revenue. Here's all the money we make." And then yeah. somebody's like, "Oh, what a good investment!" And then they just like <laughs> jump town, and then they're sitting there with all these stores that have three people in them, and they're like, "Why are we only making like five hundred dollars a week?" <laughs> Like, have you, have you ever seen a busy, like, not even just a mattress store, like a furniture store that's, yeah. like, packed? No. Like, every, anyone <coughs> that I've ever been to, two, three, four people maybe in there, max. And because there's so few people in it, there's no point in having more than one per city, you know? Right. And if there is, and if you do go to a furniture store, if there is, like, 15, 20 people in there... Say there's 20 people in there. 18 of them aren't buying anything. Yeah. They're just in there just because it's like a, a Saturday afternoon and they have nothing to do, so they're going to look at some furniture. Yeah. I also figured it up. The only thing that kind of like... I get, not humanized. like Kind of like made that number like more believable was... uh. Whenever you took, I think I took the 3.4 billion and then divided it by like, or the 944,000 maybe, and divided it by, I think 500 for like the average price of a mattress being $500. Mm -hmm. And then it worked out to something like five mattresses a day they would have to sell. Each store yeah. would have to sell five mattresses a day to make that mm, kind of yeah. money. Uh, I'm not sure. So I'm, I'm going to say. 300 per mattress we'll say they they sell maybe maybe average of well mattresses know. they're more than 300 because okay like a a cheap mattress is like 300 a good one's like a thousand yeah we'll say we'll say like 600 average of 600 per mattress okay right and so we'll, we'll say they sell maybe five mattresses a day it seems, it seems reasonable and when you average it all together, you know, small cities and big cities. And then, so that's six, five a day, 365 days a year. So that is uh, 109,500,000. No, uh, I'm just, it's kind of hard to read this number. <laughs> this is 109 million. Okay. I think one million. No, no, no. One million ninety-five thousand. That's what it is. One million ninety-five thousand. Do you do you not know how to read numbers? Well, there's no. It's, it's I have to, to count them up. There's just no commas. No. Oh. So one million ninety-five thousand per. Uh, so now times that by thirty-six hundred. Times that by thirty-six hundred. By thirty-six hundred. And that's thirty-nine billion. 
39 billion or 3.9 billion? So you, uh, how many zeros is this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. There's eleven. Three point nine. Is it? It had to be. Because a million is one million is seven. Uh, My calculator has commas. So what did you do? You did. You did six hundred times. So thirty-six hundred times. Um, I think it was one million nine thousand something like that. This is roughly a million. One mi one million nine hundred thousand. I th think so. Yeah. That'd be six point eight billion. Well, that's not what I got. So it'd be one million nine thousand, probably. Yeah, yeah, one million nine thousand. Or 95,000. Yeah, 95,000. 1,095,000. Wow, you're making these numbers really complicated. 3.9 billion, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and they said they make 36 billion? 3.4 billion. 3.4. Oh, well, that, that makes sense. That, that adds up. That doesn't add up though. Five matches a day, at um, five. The they're, not, they're not. Well, first of all, they ain't selling five matches a day. I mean, true, I guess. Especially with three employees. Yeah. Who aren't all working at the same time? They ain't selling five matches a day. They might sell five matches a week. Hmm. All right, then we'll leave that too. So five matches per 600 times. Uh, see, the, the key to this is the number of employees. Because if you're yeah. if you're doing a lot of sales, you need a lot of employees. Mm -hmm. If Like if no one's coming to your store, then you don't need very many employees. So that's... That was... <laughs> That would be $156,000 um, a year per store. For what? Mattress, mattresses. Five, five mattresses uh, a week at 600, 600 average per mattress. Yeah, that that's probably that's probably a more realistic number. Yeah. We need, we need to find somebody that worked at a mattress firm and be like, how many mattresses do you sell? <laughs> Yeah. Which I think technically, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure on Reddit there was a thread of like people that worked at Mattress Firm all saying that like nobody ever came in there, but it's also Reddit and you don't know if they actually worked there. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you got anything else? No. Well. I think we're going to end it there unless you got something exciting to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're good. All right.